Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 67 of my daily audio vlog series. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings that sometimes takes us, you know, to interesting and insightful places. Other times, unfortunately, the rambling takes us nowhere. That's the risk of embracing the unknown. So I've just uh, left my brother's house, apartment. He invited me around tonight for my first live boxing match. I was actually looking forward to it, even though I'm not a boxing fan. This is weird attraction towards watching two men fight. I don't know, it's like instinctual. I don't know, there's something about boxing, about fighting, that I've always avoided in my life. One, because I, in, when I get into my emotions and my nerves, I lose it. I can't really control myself. Um, and compose myself but there's also the fear right of hurting someone or getting hurt um yeah i think it's maybe a bit deeper than that but just always been someone that's tried to opt more for conversation negotiation and this overall avoidance of conflict and that's an interesting one right because that links into what i was talking about yesterday about saying no because when you say no to someone you could potentially cause disharmony, conflict even, argument. Um, so I think that ties into, you know, saying no, standing your ground, maybe physically stopping someone doing something to you in any given moment, rather than walking away, you know, standing up for yourself. Um, but anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Yeah, so this boxing match, man, it's Anthony Joshua against Andy Roos, for those of you that know who they who they are. But what, what, what I took away from the fight was, because Anthony Joshua had you know, been un, indisputed, 22 victories, all of them knockouts, and then this chubby Mexican guy from, yeah, from Mexico <laughs> comes along and takes away his world titles, you know, punches him in the face in, world, in round three and really, like, shakes him up, and, like, that's it. He doesn't even finish the 12 rounds. So they have a rematch, and he totally changes his game, you know. He, he, he just outboxes the shit. He outboxes him, you know, technically, mentally, emotionally. He doesn't get pulled into the emotions and the instincts, you know. The Mexican guy just wants to pull him in and street fight him and knock him out, you know, because he's got a powerful punch, but no boxing at all. So it was just really, again, life throws unexpected situations at you. It throws curveballs, knocks you out, you know. You lose to the unexpected uh, fighter, this, you know, totally unexpected people watching it and for Anthony Joshua so then you can either you know get up and try again in the same way which many of us do and we fall again and we fall again you trip up again on the same stone you know or you come at it at a totally different angle you know you relearn you retrain and you change the game change it up um and that takes a lot of work, a lot of effort, a lot of willingness, because you've got habits. You've got a lot of habits, automated, conditional patterns that you've got to rewire and re, re-educate yourself, you know, to then come forward and, and confront the situation in a totally new way that one, surprises the opponent, and two, you win, you know. And it's just, yeah. But on top of that, there's just something about boxing, you know, fighting, that, the energy in it. It's it's attractive, but it's also like 
part of our animal nature. You know, I think we've in many aspects evolved away from that, you know. But there's still part of us that wants to take to wants to draw from that energy, from that animal instinctual violent aggressive energy, you know. That's that a lot of times in today's world is denounced and rejected and you know, condemned. You know, fighting is condemned, but then suddenly you have, you know, fifteen thousand people in Saudi Arabia with the princes there. You know, it's similar to like the gladiator times. You know, when they were just watching people fighting each other to the death. Not that that happens in boxing. There's a little bit more safety and protection towards the fighters, but still, you know, it's knockout, and they could potentially die. You know, they're risking their lives in a ring, and there's people applauding and watching. So there's something. You know, there's something in my mind that wants to say it's wrong. It's just weird and wrong, and why would you want to get in a ring and fight to the death, you know? UFC is even worse. People destroy each other, you know? It's like, man, why would you want to do that? But then at the same time, that's the mind speaking. I don't know what the heart is saying, but there's something really deep and, you know, in our roots, you know? I don't know where it is in the body. I don't think it's mind or heart. Maybe it is the heart, I don't know. But there's this drive, instinctual drive that wants to fight, that wants to tap into that aggression, you know, power, it's power as well, isn't it, it's competition, power, in a very violent manner, although the fight I just watched was anything but that, you know, it was very technical, boxing, um, yeah, dancing, you know, like Muhammad Ali, really, 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 really interesting to see the switch in the game plan, and how... Uh, Andy Reese was trying to get him into trying to lure 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 him in to the emotions to the instinct to like fight as if he was on the street and Anthony Joshua was just like sticking to like really composed and and really sticking to his plan and sticking to his strategy and that kind of reflects where we're at as a society like we're more in the mind strategy planning it out we're not um, spontaneous wild savage humans for the most part like, the civilized world wouldn't work otherwise. We're more, you know, cautious and prepared and premeditated. We live our lives like that, you know. So anyway, that's uh, that's what's alive in me right now. What's coming now is this idea that we are more in the head nowadays, more in the mind, um, and not so physically active. is just taking us into a very different realm, a way... You know, when you go for a really intense run or you go for a workout, there's this there's this sense of calmness, you know, after the the intensity. Whereas if you don't have that, you can easily end up in a endless mind driven fuck. I don't know how to explain it, but there's something about physical exercise that I'm experiencing with running now as well. How really because we're not moving the body, the physical body, we're not, I don't know, it's as if we're moving away from it, it's like we're transcending the body, because we're in the mind, and if you think of this, you know, the the transition that we're having towards the virtual world, and the internet, and AI, you know, this concept, I know it's very sci-fi, but it's not that far away, actually, of like, uploading the mind to a computer, or to a robot, or to a cyborg, You know, there's really this, I don't know, movement away from the physical body. So on one hand, we've we've still got people boxing it out in the ring, 
because there's still part of us that that wants to tap into that physical reality and animal nature that we still have but then if you look at moving forward into transhumanism and the virtual world and how if you sit there or stand there with um, a VR headset, virtual reality headset, you totally go into the head. Yeah, you're using your body f for a little bit, like partly, but most of it's visual and you're experiencing it through your mind, you know? So it's really, really fascinating. You've got these two, two ends of the spectrum playing out. Because also look at, you know, look at extreme sports, you know, there's this there's this addiction of ex towards extreme sports because they just you have to be present you know they, it just gets you out of the mind because if you don't if you're not present you you could basically kill yourself you know rock climbing or you know motocrossing or you know trail running or you know i don't know skydiving these sports are very addictive because they get you out in the mind they bring you into the present and they again they 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 bring that calmness um yeah fixation on the physical i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this i'm getting to the 10 minutes but yeah something about boxing something about fighting um avoiding fighting in my life but now how i'm feeling drawn to it um and I, how i actually feel like i want to tap into it somehow in more of a controlled fashion of course i don't just want to go and fight people or even box but somehow tap into that energy um, because I've always avoided it. I think there's there's also power in the aggressive and violent energy. You know, there's there's nothing's all downside, right? You can't just say that violence and aggression is all negative. I think there's a positive aspect energetically um, to you know them parts of us, um, and maybe they shouldn't be rejected. And if we do, maybe if we do transcend them, then I don't know where that's going to take us, you know, into singularity, away from this duality. But yeah, so we have time for today. I feel that the last five minutes were quite a ramble, but uh, who knows, you may get some value out of it. I hope you did. Um, I'm going to get to bed now, and I'll speak to you again tomorrow. Ciao for now, guys.